Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today we have a great conversation going on. If you're a new leader or a leader that's been put in a position and you don't quite know what you're doing and could use some help building your team, stay tuned. Today's for you. Welcome to the Leadership Builders Podcast, where we discuss ways to make you and your team more effective. Here's your host, Cassidy Baker. That's you. Hi, <laughs> I'm Cassidy, um, and I'm joined in the studio, as always, with Tim Reed. Hi, Tim. What's going on today? Well, today we are talking about seven tips for new leaders. Oh, girl, I uh, love this one. This is a great topic because we deal with this a lot, don't we? Yeah, we really do. Um, you know, you might be the best skilled or the highest uh, skilled at your organization, but that doesn't always mean that you know how to be a leader. No, usually it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to give you, the person that's just gotten that promotion or just stepped into that role, um, a little advice on how to run your team. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but working in the restaurant business, I oh saw this gosh. a lot. Like the best server all of a sudden became the supervisor Yeah. or, or the best bartender was all of a sudden in charge of everybody. Yeah, well, that was great, but yeah. you didn't have the set of skills to lead people. No, so, you have fake people skills where you interact with them for like 15 minutes yeah, on and off yeah. and you're not actually right. that nice. Yeah, you know how to make a drink, you know how to serve food, but you don't know how to like build a team and train people how to be as good as you are. Yeah. So but that's what we're going to talk about today. So Yeah, so let's start out. What's number one? We got seven tips today. Number one, stay humble. Um, you didn't do it alone <laughs> and you're not going to stay in that position alone. Remember one thing, if as a leader, if you remember nothing else, remember one thing. It's your job to make your team successful, not the other way around. Those people behind you are not there to make you successful. It's your job as a leader to make them successful. Yeah. So stay humble because you can't do it without them. You absolutely can't. So number two, know what your role is. Yeah. This is a big confusion. A lot of people are like, well, I'm in leadership role now. No, you're not. You're in management. There's a big difference. Huge difference. Yeah, huge difference. Basically, you have three kinds of leadership structure. You have supervisors, you have managers, and you have leaders. Um, difference is supervisors are doing what the manager told them to do with their people. Mm -hmm. Managers are all about efficiency and yeah. getting it done effectively. They are doing, they are fulfilling the goals and the dreams and the vision of the leader, but their job is efficiency and how to do it right. The leader, his job is to the vision, to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Covey talks about this in The Seven Habits. He gives a great, oh, yes, yes. great example. I think I've told you this before where he talks about you've got a, a, you know, we're making a tree or a road through the woods. And we've got our guys in there. Our workers are chopping away at the trees and sawing away. And all a this, visual. Uh, you like that? <laughs> so, so then you've got the workers, but then you've got the manager standing behind them. And they're giving them axe sharpening skills. They're teaching them proper ways to cut down the trees. They're giving them all of the ways to be better and do their job better. And then you got the leader, the guy that's in charge of the whole company against this big ladder at the top of the tallest tree, looking out over the entire forest. And he's saying, hey, we're going that way. There's where we're going to build the road. Yeah. So that's the difference. Know your role. If you're a manager, you don't make decisions. You don't make policy decisions most of the most of the time. Yeah. So know your role. That's number two. Yeah. So then number three is take time to know yourself. I can't stress this one enough. Um, this is a lot of stuff, but it's it's very very important stuff. 
knowing yourself is kind of like if you ever build a house or seen a house being built or a building being built you know there's yeah. a nice plot of land before you come out they're all of a sudden they're digging it up and once they get it dug you see them digging trenches and they're pouring concrete and building foundations for buildings they take a lot of time to build these and they're very strong right yeah yeah well hopefully <laughs> And why do they do that? Because everything that goes above that is going on that foundation. This house that we're in, well, I'm sorry, our studio <laughs> that we're in has a strong foundation even underneath the basement level. We'll never see it. No, we not. We won't. But they, well, I hope we never do. <laughs> but they take a lot of time to build it because you never want that structure to fall. So you build yourself a strong foundation and you as a leader will always stand. So start out. the roof doesn't blow off like Tim's house. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, know your history. Where did you come from? What is your past? What has gotten you to the point where you're at now? You know, we've all come from dysf dysfunctional families. We've all got screwed up, you know, Everybody has a sad story. I, don't tell me, you know, yes, I understand. Trust me, I can tell you mine, you know, too, and it doesn't matter. Your past only tells you where you came from. It doesn't tell you where you're going. You yeah. do that. But understand your history because it does kind of give you and play into the other parts of your life. Oh, yeah. Especially like trust. I think your history is right. big with trust. Mm -hmm. okay. And also how you make decisions and stuff. So know your history. Know your strengths. Oh, my gosh. This is super important. If you're a leader and you don't know what you're good at and what you're weak at, you're going to be horrible. Because you're going to want everybody around you to be like you. And you really need people that are around you that are going to be able to bring up the slack of your uh your weaknesses. Yeah, your weaknesses yeah i mean i've got plenty of them you guys know them yeah i know your strengths your, your weaknesses and we compensate for that so know your strengths know your values what do you stand for um if you don't know what you what you stand for what your values are you could be taking a position that could be directly opposite of what you stand for it's true yeah i mean what if your your position or your core value is family and spending time with your family but now they're offering you this position with a ton of money that says, hey, we need you to travel all the time. Or work you. 70 hours a or week. Work, yeah. That's directly in you know opposition of your values. You're going to be miserable and you're not going to stay at that job very long. So know your values. Get a personality profile. Yeah. Know what you are. We love the disc. Uh, you know, figure out what you are and what your team is, but always know what you are as far as, you know, are you dominant and things like that. But know where you're at because that's going to help you a ton with communicating with others. Also, what are your personal goals? Kind of goes along with your values, but not really. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Know your goals. If your goal is to be, you know, here, you know, somewhere down the road and doing something and this job is directly, you know, opposite, yeah. it's going to be the same as, you know, going against your values. You're not going to stay there because it's not going to get you what you want and you're not going to be happy. Sure. So take time to know yourself. And number four is get to know your team. We talk about this all the time. Oh, too. Yes. All those things I just mentioned about knowing yourself, use those to know your team as well. You know, their histories, their values, all that good stuff, their strengths. You should know all that stuff about your team as well, because then you can really build into another team. But let me put it on a personal level. I hate this story because I'm such an asshole. Yes, you are. I am. I'm glad that you admit that yes. in front of the world. A couple years ago, uh, I was coaching my daughter's cheerleader, her softball team. She used to play softball. And we had some kids on the team. I had coached them for years. And they knew my personality. I knew them. And there were some kids that, that you could just yell at them. It was great. You know, you'd be like, what are you doing? And they would be like, 
actually some of them would actually kind of give me that screw you look. Yeah. And, and these or, kids are probably 10. Yeah. So well, they were 12, just... under 12. But yeah, they would give me that look of like jackass. But they would like, I'll show him and they would do it right just to like prove me wrong kind of a thing. Well, there was one kid on the team that started up. She was new. Boy, she had the look. She had the clothes. She had the swagger. She chewed her gum like a softball player. Everything. She sucked. Oh. She was horrible. But she looked like she knew what she was doing. And one day I'm yelling at her at a game. You know, like, come on now. I'm getting on her shit. And partway through the game, her grandfather comes over to me. And he's like, hey, um, every day at home, her parents yell at her and tell her she's worthless. Oh. It's not going to work. And I just hung my head of like, holy crap, you're an ass. And realized that that wasn't going to work. Changed the approach. Started really pouring into her, inspiring her, telling her great she wasn't even in the little things, training her differently. And it worked a ton. But I, if I would have known that from the start, it would have made a world of difference and I wouldn't have this great story to tell you of how much of a jerk I can be. So essentially know your team. Yes. Know your team. Yeah. Build yourself <laughs> yeah. is number five. Um, Zig Ziglar used to talk about Car University, if you're ever familiar with that. He talked about back in the day, you know, he would listen to tapes in his car while he was driving. Oh, yeah. And he said, you can get a college degree by just what you can learn off of, well, now podcasts and all kinds of other stuff on your phone just by the time you spend driving in your car. I do it every day on the oh, way to work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Podcasts all the time. Yeah. Build yourself. Read books. Uh, you, you know, Remember, your brain is a muscle. It absolutely is. And it needs to be worked. So you need to keep doing it. So that's number five, build yourself. Number six, then, is build your team. Build your team. Well, I think we, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, but casting the vision. Have we ever talked about that? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, not. Cast the vision. <laughs> Cash that vision and tell the people what you want, what the vision of that team is over and over and over again. And when you think you've done it enough, do it 19 more times. <laughs> They should be able to go home and tell their kids what the vision of that team is. Yeah, by heart. So do that. Build the culture. Pours right into that building your team. You are going to have a company culture, whether you want it or not. It's your job to build it to what you want. If not, somebody else is going to do it for you. And that could be end up being gossip, negativity, unproductivity, screwing off. You have to build the culture you want. Making fun of the boss behind his back. Yeah. No uh, even even like companies like Google. And all these big companies you see where they're, you know, wearing flip-flops and playing foosball and all that stuff. That fun stuff is just a side effect of the culture that they have taken the time to build. So know and build your culture. And then number seven. Find, find a mentor. mentor. You are not the first leader or the first person in this position. Ever. Ever. Oh, my gosh. Oh. There has been people that have come in for or before you for decades and centuries ahead of you that know how to lead people and know what mistakes you're going to make. I've been doing this a long time. I can tell you as a new leader coming into a new position, I could probably tell you five mistakes you'll make right off the bat. Yep, within the first like week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And you know why? Because I made them. And so did everybody that we coach and talk to. So find yourself a mentor. Get yourself a coach. There's great coaches out there. Leadership Builders is one of them. Check us out. But um, yeah, we'd love to you know work with you on that. But definitely find a mentor, somebody that's been along that can walk alongside with you and teach you what you're going to do wrong and teach you how to do it right. 
Yeah. Um, and if you are interested in our coaching packages, that is at leadershipbuilders.com slash coaching. Yes. Yes. Um, so definitely check it out. We're going through a little price arrangement right now. Um, so Hint, that they're be- coming down. Ooh, yeah. We're for offering you. specials yeah, we got um, some for this episode. So, yeah. Check it out and check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com. That's our website. Uh, it's a great website for uh, artists that... You can help support us as low as a dollar a month, get you all kinds of cool stuff, perks and videos and things like that. Check us out there as well as all of our social media outlets. Yeah, and that'll all be listed in the show notes. We're not going to bore you by going over them. Um, But as I always say, great leaders make great teams. Have a great week.